the chefs are father-daughter duo Josh Capon and his daughter Amanda. The dish is quick and easy sheet pan snapper that anyone can make. And this is Cook Tracks. Everybody, I'm Rach, Rachel Ray, and you're listening to Cook Tracks. It's a brand new, super cool way to cook. Each episode will be right alongside you. Well, kinda, we'll be in your ear, taking you step by step through a dish or a meal in real time. We'll be adding a little pinch of tips, tricks, and fun stories to keep you guys entertained and up your cooking game. Needless to say, we've got your back in the kitchen. I mean it, guys. You literally don't have to worry about a thing. I'm going to keep you on track with my buddy, Cappy. Think of him as our kind of play-by-play announcer for the cook-along. And since not all stoves are created equal, boy, do I know that. If you guys get a little caught up, just hit pause. You don't have to read a recipe, and it isn't rocket science. This is not something you're supposed to take seriously. We want you guys to have fun. Follow along, and at the end of each episode, we'll have made a dish or a meal from start to finish together. Gather up your ingredients, pour yourself a drink or a cup of tea, and turn your volume up to 11. This is Cook Tracks. Take it away, Cap. Hey everyone, it's Cappy. The episode you're about to hear was recorded as part of a virtual live at home series produced by the Food Network and Cooking Channel New York City Wine and Food Festival. I was honored to moderate over 30 of these classes with some of the world's greatest chefs and culinary personalities. And now they're available to you right here on Cook Tracks. You can find all the ingredients and equipment you need to cook along right here in your podcast player or on our website, cooktracks.com. We hope you're ready to have some fun. And remember, some of these chefs follow these recipes to a T while others cook from the heart and use the recipe as a guide. I want to mention that all proceeds raised from the series benefited a restaurant employee relief fund, No Kid Hungry, and Food Bank for New York City. To learn more about the At Home series, go to nycwff.org backslash at home. We appreciate all of your support. Thank you and enjoy this episode. All right, everyone, we're going to head on over uh, to, to the Capon kitchen shortly. A little bit about today's special guests in the kitchen. We have Josh Capon and his daughter, Amanda, who we all know and love from her Instagram dancing and cooking fame. Josh, I don't need to go too far into this because you guys are here to watch this guy. Lure Fish Bars, B&B Wine Pub, El Toro Blanco, Bowery Meat Company, and on and on. I will say while he is a six-time Burger Bash champion, we're focusing on seafood today, everybody, as you know. So Josh, Amanda, we ready to rock? We're ready to rock. All right, tell us what we're making. We'll do a little roll call of ingredients. Thanks to everybody out there. I want to sincerely thank everybody for taking the time <laughs> to join Amanda and I. Uh, welcome you into our kitchen at home. Uh, everybody knows I'm a chef and I cook for everybody else every day of my life. And if I have to say one thing, the silver lining for me in this whole thing, and, and let's be honest, this is a crazy time we're going through, is the time at home with my family, with the ones I love. I've been cooking, teaching this one how to cook, and my wife and my son get involved, and just to be able to be at home every night for dinner has been a real blessing in disguise. So I hope everybody out there is enjoying it. We'll get through it together, and let's cook. Cheers, cheers. Thank you, Josh. We appreciate it. Uh, so everybody, we'll do it. We're gonna do a little roll call of ingredients. So Josh will tell you what you need to have in front of you on the table. We could stop down for 30 seconds or so if you need to run to the pantry, run to the fridge, and then we'll get cooking. All right, so roll call. Roll call, most important thing is a term we use called mise en place, right? 
Anybody knows how to cook, mise en place means everything in its proper place. So we're about to cook what I'm calling a sheet pan snapper. Why are we calling it a sheet pan snapper? Because we're gonna cook the whole dish on a sheet pan because I don't know about you guys, but Amanda and I and Lori, my wife, are sick and tired of cleaning pots and pans every night. So as far as I'm concerned, cook everything on a sheet pan. If you have a barbecue, you should start doing a lot of grilling. Or I'm a big fan of one-pot meals, which we made one of those last night too. So eventually we're going to throw everything on a sheet pan. We are starting with some beautiful snapper fillets. If you don't have snapper fillets and maybe you have salmon, this would be called sheet pan salmon. You can call it whatever you want. All right. So today we're using snapper. And again, recipes are just an idea. Take it and run with it. We have cherry tomatoes. I found some artichoke hearts. I don't know if I put that in the recipe originally, but I'm going to throw them in tonight. We got some lemons, kamana olives, red onion, some garlic cloves. I got some oregano. I got some fresh thyme. One of the reasons why I added thyme is I'm going to give you a few party jokes. You ready, everybody? You can use this one at home. Fresh thyme. Are you ready? Where am I going with it? Time is on my side. Yes, it is. You're right? Come on, little rolling stones in the house. Anyway, we're also going to shave some zucchini and put it on the bottom of the sheet pan. And Amanda's going to get going on some Yukon Gold crushed olive oil potatoes. Now, when I'm cooking at home, whatever takes the longest, that's what you do first. So we're going to start working backwards. Amanda is going to take these Yukon Gold potatoes. She's going to slice them into quarters. I want to throw them in a pot. We're going to cover them with cold water because anything that comes from the ground, you start with cold water and bring it to a boil, right? If it was broccoli or a green vegetable, you would start it in boiling salted water. All right, so more over a little bit. So she's got the potatoes going. At the same time, I'm going to take the olives, the tomatoes, and all the other stuff and get that into a mixture. All right? And away we go. I got my knife over here. Everybody at home, you should have your broiler on high, right? Everybody knows broiling means heat from above. Man and I are fighting for the same cutting board over here. Have your broiler on high. If you have your potatoes going, they should be in a pot with heavily salted water and get those on the stove on high heat. Hey, Josh, how are you? Are your artichokes? What form are those in right now? Are they? These are, these are little baby artichokes, fully cooked, uh, came in a jar, super easy. All right, these days, try and make it as easy as you can. You can buy canned artichoke bottoms. You can buy canned artichoke hearts, whatever you prefer. All right, we got our tomatoes. Figure, you know, we said the recipe serves four, so I would say about a cup of tomatoes is plenty. Then we're gonna add some Kalamata olives. You can serve your olives whole. You can slice them in half. I like to give them a little bit of halvesies, just so they garnish the plate nicely. Amanda, how you doing over there? Yeah. I will tell you, for me, it's been amazing to watch Amanda's, not just culinary skills, but knife skills, improve over the last few weeks. We started off just having fun together, but next thing, we started to get some incredible feedback that people really were enjoying cooking with the capons and such nice comments as it's getting us through quarantine. So we kind of felt a little bit of responsibility to keep this thing going. All right, Amanda's got her pot up to fill it up with cold water. Just cover them, right? Cover them with cold water. Bring it back over here. We're going to add some salt to that. 
Hey, Josh, people's um, oven rack for when they set the broiler, should it be pretty high up or in the middle of the oven? I have mine. I have my broiler set. Come bring that back over here. Bring that back over here. I have my broiler on the third rack. Okay? Guys, when I say season your water, ready? When I say season your water, I mean, don't be afraid to season your water. You want the salt to cook into the potatoes. Get that on a high heat. All right? I always say some of the big differences in restaurant cooking is the high temperatures, the high heats that we cook with, the amount of salt and pepper we use. And sometimes, depending on the type of restaurant, a lot of restaurants, and I don't want to say it's cheating, but a lot of restaurants finish with a lot of butter. And although butter makes everything rich and absolutely delicious, I say it's cheating because also you feel it. And sometimes at the end of the night, when you go to bed, that, that risotto or whatever you might have had that had a lot of butter in it might keep you up at night. We're also using pitted olives because it's easier to work with. Yes, that's a good tip. That's you a good tip, to Amanda. Amanda, one, Josh, zero. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda's good with tips. Take these artichoke parts and cut those in quarters, please. All right? We also already peeled some garlic cloves. We're going to take about five garlic cloves. I'm just going to shave those as paper thin as I can. Just cut them in half, actually. Half. In the bowl. Some shaved garlic cloves. If you want to use a razor blade, like in Goodfellas, you can. Or just a nice... And whenever you're chopping, guys, I know I say it all the time, you just want to fold over your, not your, your nails. Your nails become a protective barrier. And just kind of rock the knife. Let the knife do the work. The last thing you want to do is cut your fingertip. It won't stop bleeding for about three and a half weeks, and it's really annoying. All right? We're going to take a little bit of red onion. Red onion is just a little bit sweeter than white onion, and I happen to love the color. Peel off that outer skin. All right? Amanda's got the artichokes in there. Okay, we're just going to give this a nice little fine julienne. If you don't want to cry, make sure you do it fast. Fast, and also what's very important is a sharp knife. If you have a sharp knife, you shouldn't cry that much. So right. Josh, repeat for us what's all gone in the bowl so far. So we have our olives, tomatoes, shaved garlic, artichoke hearts, and uh, a little bit of red onion, okay? Amanda is gonna get going now. We have, well, we have a Japanese mandolin. If you don't have one of these at home, just, slice, just try and slice your zucchini as thin as possible. We have it on the thickest setting. And as I always tell Amanda, you don't want to go too far to the end, but you'll cut your fingertip, and that'll also bleed for a long time. So just nice and even, right? Put on the bowl. Yep. And that'll give like nice paper slices of zucchini. I'm going to also take oregano. Amanda, were you using a, a mandolin before quarantine time, or is this a new tool that you've been using? Um, it's new. All right. We're busting out, we're busting out the tool. She gets bored. I love it. So we took some of that fresh thyme. We're taking some of that oregano. We're putting it into this mix. All right. Now we're going to take a good amount of olive oil. And I always cook with extra virgin olive oil. Let it flow, people. Let it flow like the river. Olive oil was super healthy for you. I worked in Italy for a year. I ate my face off. And believe it or not, I lost weight because olive oil is actually one of those healthy fats, whatever that means. Okay? We're also going to put a, we're going to put a splash of white wine at the end. And most important, some fresh lemon. Okay? I'm a big believer in cooking with a lot of citrus. Lemons, limes, oranges. Why? Tons of flavor. 
and actually really healthy for you and not a lot of fat. And I know we're all trying to watch our figure these days, especially being in quarantine and being lazy and not being able to do much. I cooked, uh, I took one lemon, the juice of one lemon. Don't even worry about the seeds. Just get as much juice out of there as possible. And then we're going to slice another lemon and just leave that one in half. Because we're going to put that on the sheet pan just like that with the snapper. And it's going to broil the same way I like to do a grilled lemon. It's going to caramelize really nicely. So everybody should have a mixture like this. Olives, tomatoes. Uh, we're going to season this with a little bit of salt and pepper. And just to bring everyone back up to speed, Amanda put those cut potatoes in the pot. She covered it with water, added the salt, and then put it on the stove on high heat. Exactly. All right. Now we have a nice bowl of zucchini. She's going to hit that with some olive oil. She's going to season it with salt and pepper because it's very important to season every component of the dish, right? We'll season our potatoes. We'll season our zucchini. And we'll season the fish as well. So she's got some nice zucchini going over here. Got nice salt and pepper. She's gonna mix it all up very nicely. And then we're gonna start with our sheet pan. All right, let's get rid of this. We don't need this anymore. Someone asking oh. about the, the white wine. The white wine does not go into the bowl of the vegetable mixture. Correct. We're gonna, we're gonna finish it with a splash of white wine. So we have our sheet pan, okay? Take your olive oil all over that sheet pan. We don't want anything to stick. And one of the good things about when you're cooking with extra virgin olive oil is it becomes your sauce. So it's a great flavor and it goes right into the sauce. So we have our olive oil. Let's uh, move this over here so we can see what's going on. Okay, let's put your zucchini down. We're almost gonna put the zucchini as like a bed on the sheet pan and we're gonna fan them out as much as we can. What's really nice about cooking the, cutting the zucchini so thin is that it's gonna cook super fast. All right, there you go. I'm gonna check out this gallery here. If you're cooking along with us, um, I'm gonna be snooping around your kitchen in just a second here. Colleen's cooking along. Looking nice. Diane, looking nice. Everybody's looking good? Yeah. Melissa. All right, Joanne, nice. I like it. People keep it up, Cappy? Yeah. All right, Robert, fine. nice little mixture of your olive and onion there. Looking good. All right, so now we're gonna go to our snapper. Come up a little bit. We have four beautiful snapper fillets, okay? Um, little paper towel before. You always wanna keep your fish nice and dry. We have no bones, we have no scales. What I'm gonna do is I'm gently gonna push the skin up like that. And I just want to give a gentle score with a sharp knife to, to, to penetrate the skin, but you don't want the fish to curl up, right? If you don't do that, the fish will do that when you cook. So I'm just going to go like that. And with a sharp knife, it also looks nice from a presentation point of view. Give it a nice little score. Did you see what I did there? Yes. Hope everybody's following along at home. He's going to do it again. I'm going to do it three more times. So you have plenty of times to watch. All right. Be easy if I was on a cutting board, so it'd be flat. All right. Everybody sees what I got there? Four scored snapper fillets. I'm going to take a little bit of olive oil on each one. I'm going to season each fillet with a little bit of salt and pepper. 
You can use black pepper. You can use white paper, pepper, whatever your preference is. I am a black pepper guy. And another little thing, by the way, if you are using pepper and you're not using a pepper mill, you need to leave this Zoom chat immediately. You should only be using pepper ground fresh when you need to use it. If you're buying a big thing of ground pepper, it was probably ground about three and a half years ago. And part of the magic of fresh pepper is you want those oils to release. Same thing with lemons, by the way. If anybody is on this Zoom call and using one of those plastic yellow lemons out of their fridge that supposedly contains lemon juice, we're going to kick you out of this Zoom call too. Buy fresh lemons, buy fresh limes, and squeeze juice as you need it. Right, John? If you're making a fresh cocktail, use fresh citrus, right? Thank you, buddy. Thank you. At least somebody's with me over there. We always season both sides of the protein. Okay, salt and pepper both sides. Man has got my back with a little bit of salt. Make sure when you season, you let it snow. We like to stay in the restaurant business. You let it snow from above. So you get a nice, even layer. And then we're going to take our snapper fillets, and we're going to just put them right over the zucchini. Nice job, Amanda. Skin side up on those, Josh. Also very important, do the best you can to clean as you go. Okay? We're all cooking from home. The last thing you want to do is finish cooking dinner and have a whole messy kitchen that everybody's looking at, like, who's going to clean that thing up? So, by the way, our potatoes are boiling right on cue. Nice rapid boil on the potato. So those are going to be tender in just a few minutes. Potatoes boiling, just like nice. I said. Okay. Can, I see that, can I see that tray of snapper? See that tray of snapper? Skin side up, skin slit, laying on the zucchini. Looks delicious. Everyone Good. got that? Awesome. Okay. We got a man, man, is, man is dancing a little bit over here. That's Amanda, what I've been waiting for. You're supposed to be cooking or dancing sometimes. I I was, hey, Amanda, Amanda, I was supposed to be working this morning, but I found myself about three episodes deep of cooking with the capons. I like it. I like it. Listen, the amount of feedback we've been getting has been really special. When somebody tells you cooking with the capons is getting you through quarantine, makes you feel good about what you do. It went from being a hobby to all of a sudden responsibility. I'm like, Amanda, the people are calling for us. Yeah, that's right. right. So, snapper zucchini. We have our tomato olive mixture. I'm gonna just use my hand because I'm a chef. I want you to just gently cascade that. It's a nice word, cascade, right? We're gonna let that drizzle all over the fish, all over the olives, and all over the zucchini. Wherever it goes, it goes. Make sure some of your fish fillets are exposed because we do want to get some color on the, uh, the skin itself. So don't cover them up too much. But it's okay a little bit. All right? Give my hands a quick rinse. A little paper towel. I don't know about you, but I go through a ton of paper towel these days. Always have. Always get that a little quicker picker upper around. All right. Now, before we go into the oven, you need a little white wine. Okay? A little white wine, whatever you got. I'm just going to give this a little splash right over the top. You don't want to douse it. But just, I would say, about a quarter cup of white wine, and that's going to become your sauce as it cooks. All right? And then last but not least, go back go back to the other, uh, the other view. Here we go. Last but not least, a little bit of lemon right over the top, on top of the fish. And then we're going to take our two half lemons, and we're going to put them on one corner of the sheet pan each, and those are going to caramelize. I got one more party trick for you, everybody. 
And feel free to use these at home when you're entertaining. Cappy, you know where I'm going with this one? No. A little fresh time. If I could save time in a bottle. No. Does anybody listen? You guys can all make fun of me now, but I guarantee you at your next dinner party, when you're allowed to have people in your house, you're going to use those jokes. It's like when my dad told me a joke, and I'm like, you're so corny, and now I use the same jokes that he does. All right, everybody see what I got there? You see that? Let's go down. We got snapper filet, skin side up, slit. We got that beautiful vegetable mixture all, all over the top. White wine, olive oil, our half lemons. Looking good. All right, we are going to the broiler, everybody. Everybody with me? Broiler. The broiler is hot. We're about the third rack down. Broiler's on high. I'm going to close it up. Now, you have a couple minutes to clean up your mess. Hey Josh, how many how many uh, how much artichokes did you wind up using? Like half, half cup to a cup worth? I would say about used a couple of artichokes. Okay. You know, but again, how things, much time? I would say use about five sprigs of thyme. Okay. If you're using, if you got six pieces of snapper, go a little more. Okay. Amanda, I need you to check those potatoes and see if they're done. Are they getting tender? All right, potatoes just need two more minutes. I have a colander in the sink ready to go. If you want to feel the question or two, Kathy, this will be a good time. Yeah, we have a few very important questions coming in. The first one is, what is on Amanda's playlist? Ooh, Amanda, what's what on your- What is on Amanda's playlist? Um, probably a bunch of TikTok songs. Yeah. What <laughs> We wouldn't mind maybe a post TikTok dance tonight uh, after this cook along that we could all check out the Instagram to see how that panned out. It's a little scary. I think people like our cook, our dancing more than our cooking. We get more positive comments on our dancing sometimes than our cooking. I'm like, wow, how about that? <laughs> um, hey, Josh, someone noticed you put a lot of the vegetable mixture kind of around the fish. Is there any reason you didn't put it right on top of the fillets? Well, like I said, you don't want you want the skin to crisp up a little bit. So you can scatter it all around, but have some of that skin exposed to the broiler so that heat kind of chars that skin a little bit. My wife, my wife, when I do whole grilled fish, she always likes the skin a little crispy. It'll be a little tough if you got a lot of moisture, but you can give it a shot. Got it. Looking through the feed here. Hi from Aruba, Chef Capon. We love you and Amanda. Which marinades would you recommend for a very flavorful octopus on the grill? We're hoping to grill octopus for the first time and wanted your advice. Aruba, Jamaica, you know I'm gonna take it. Bahamas, Key Largo. I mean, come on, down in Mexico. Uh, we just made a grilled octopus the other day. One of my favorite things to do is while the octopus is grilling, Grill a couple whole lemons and a couple grilled limes, and then you make a vinaigrette with a little bit of red wine vinegar and some of that grilled lemon juice right in there, and it comes out really nice. And also some charred red onion. The whole time you're cooking on the grill with an octopus, have a red onion on there and just let it caramelize away and chop it up as much as you can and turn that into the vinaigrette. Excellent. And then, and just to bring people up to speed here, that fish will stay in the oven under the broiler for about 10 to 12 minutes or so. Is that right? In about 10 to 12 minutes, our potatoes are going to be done in about two minutes. 
We're going to crush those up and add a little bit of olive oil to them just to kind of get going well with the potatoes. Excellent. We love eating at Lure. Sadly, it's been a while. What's your specialty for people who don't eat shellfish? One of the magic things about Lure Fish Bar and why we've been so successful over the years is although it's called Lure Fish Bar, we have an award-winning burger on the menu. I have my famous chicken lollipops on the menu. We have a couple of steaks on the menu. You know, you can just about eat anything you want at that restaurant any day of the week. And by the way, if you're in New York, we just started doing takeout and delivery last week. So feel free to uh, give us a call or go online and place an order. We're trying to get some people back to work at Burger and Barrel as well. We're, start, we're trying to take care of the community with this whole thing going on. Uh, so, so put us on your radar and order away. Best That's sushi awesome. in town. I saw some people ordering from Lure and someone just said it's the best menu ever. I appreciate that. You're coming to Chicago soon too, Captain. Yeah, I'm ready for you. Um, flipping through here. Ah, any recipes or sauce that someone can make with leftover Patron? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, think, I'm thinking some charred jalapeno peppers, jalapenos uh, off the grill with some charred red onion, some lime and some lemon, right? With some splash of Patron. I think that would be go pretty, pretty good if you ask me. I would marinate the steak in that. I would marinate some fish in that. And I would throw it right back on the grill. I love it. Um, let's get uh, John Nicoletti, our mixologist, in here for a quick question. Hey, John, do you have a favorite quarantine cocktail that you've been making? Oh, man, that's such a great question. So the winning cocktail in my house has been a guava margarita that we've been making. So um, homemade lemonade, so just really, really simple, fresh lemon juice, sugar water, simple syrup, 50-50 ratio, and then topped off with a little bit of water to round it out. Uh, Goya guava juice from the grocery store. Um, a little bit of Cointreau or dry curacao, any of that stuff. Um, you know, triple sec, anything that you can find or get your hands on. My personal opinion is that the orange pine, uh, Patron, uh, citrons work amazing. Um, and of course, you're always going to hear me say Reposado tequila because I'm such a big fan of it. I think it's, it's perfect for cocktails. So. Hey, John, can you give us a quick um, 101 on the difference between like Patron Silver and Reposado and Añejo? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, the, three, the three major differences uh, between the, uh, uh, the namesakes are um, Silver is literally uh, unaged completely. So it um, is distilled and passed through and filtered, and you have this beautiful Blanco uh, in Patron's case on the baseline, it's citrusy and this beautiful flavor profile. Uh, Reposado literally means rested. Um, so that's anywhere from two months to a year in white oak barrels. Um, and as I said before about the Roca line, it's, it's aged in American whiskey barrels. So it really just accentuates that vanilla note, those beautiful flavor profiles that, that kind of correspond with whiskeys. And then, um, and Nejo tequila is, is translates into aged or vintage. Um, and that literally means um, tequila that's from a year to three years um, in, in uh, small batch uh, oak barrels. And that picks on this, picks up this beautiful, beautiful flavor profile, really becomes like a sipping tequila. You know, I really wouldn't recommend putting that in a cocktail. Although, if that's all you have in the house during quarantine, it might be the move, you know, who am I to judge? 
Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. Everybody check on your fish. Give your sheep pan a rotating turnout. Okay? You should check your fish. It should be getting nice and charred. The skin is crisping up nicely. Just like when you're baking, I'm just going to give it a half turn and throw it back under there. The fish still needs a couple more minutes, but it's cooking beautifully. It's really important if you get a shot of this out. When you're cooking proteins, they firm up. Okay? So just like a steak or burger, the more it cooks, the more it firms up. So a rare steak will be nice and soft. A well-done steak will almost be like hitting a table. So that fish still has a little bit of softness to it. We're going to give it a couple more minutes. Our potatoes are just about done. Okay? I tested them. They're fork tender. So I'm going to pull these off. We have a colander ready. Okay? Amanda, dump those right back into the pot. There you go. Okay? Put it right back on the stove. We're going to hit it with a whisk. Right? We're looking for... Oops. We're looking for the fork. I'm not looking for mashed potato. I like a little bit of texture. So we're just going to take a whisk. We're going to season it with some olive oil because we call them olive oil crushed potatoes. Season them with a little bit of black pepper. We'll check the seasoning for salt in a second, but they should be nicely salted. Okay, keep mashing as you go. Hey, Josh, for while Amanda's mashing, do you, people just learning to cook fish, do you have any tips or, or on cooking fish or simple ideas for knowing when it may be done? I, th I think keep it simple if you're just beginning. And again, you could put a whole fish in the oven and it cooks beautifully. If you want to saute a piece of salmon, it is super easy as well. Okay, but don't be scared of fish. More people should be cooking fish at home, whether it's scallop, shrimp, salmon, snapper, halibut, just like I'm doing on the sheet pan. You could also put it in a pot with some white wine. You could do this same dish in a saute pan and cover it with some olive oil and some white wine and also poach in there. Poaching is a great way to cook. Just a little bit of liquid, cover it over the top and almost let it bake. Cooks beautifully. Nope. Amanda asked if we can put some butter in here. I said no. I like the flavor of olive oil. So they're beautifully crushed. Yeah, I'm gonna take a little bit of parsley. Like some of that parsley over there, Amanda. Also, this, when you're cooking at home, this can be done ahead of time. That's a beautiful chopped leaf parsley. Chop it up. We're going to throw it in with the potatoes. Mix that all up. There you go. There you go. Hey, Josh, if you don't have white wine, can you drizzle some, like, Prosecco or sparkling on there if that's all you have? Listen, first of all, you can do whatever you want. You can put a splash of tequila. I see John over there like, what are you talking about? You can put a splash of tequila, you can do Prosecco. I mean, Prosecco, once the bubbles run out, it really is white wine anyway, so that's totally fine. Uh, I'm gonna put a little more olive oil in here, like a little creamy. But yes, listen guys, they say it all the time. When you're cooking at home, take some chances. Follow a recipe, but only just get the idea from the recipe and then take it on home by yourself. Trial and error. Nothing's going to be bad. And if your guests don't like it, then you don't invite them back. All right. So our fish is just to be about done. Everybody with me? Yes. Let's check. We are looking good. I'm going to pull this out. I'm going to let it rest for a second. The, the fish is crispy on the edges. Again, depending on how thick your fish is, it might need a few more minutes, but I think these look really good. 
I love that the tomatoes are gently blistered. And by blistered, I mean just got a little bit of color on them. Our lemons got a little bit of color. It looks incredible and it smells even better. I'm gonna flip through this gallery here. Let's take a peek uh, in your home kitchens. Not to sound creepy, but let's see where you're at here. All right, we're gonna play it up. You ready to go, Cappy? Yeah, let's do it. All right, I want a nice big mound of potatoes, carefully, right in the middle of there. Yep. Let me help you out. Is that you good? Yep, there you go. There you go. There you go. Nice, that's good stuff. Good, beautiful. Okay. Right. Potatoes, olive oil crushed potatoes. Jamana did very nicely. Don't don't mold, don't mold. Too many fingers. La, 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 la. Too many fingers. Then we're gonna take each fillet. If there's some snack, if there's some zucchini underneath it, that's what you want. That zucchini base is great. This is like a free-form dish. Wherever it dish, wherever it goes, it goes. And then just with our spatula, we're gonna garnish it all over the place with the zucchini and the olives, and then we're gonna drizzle the sauce over the top. This is also called, this is a Peltex, right? This is a Peltex spatula, a fish hat, nice and delicate. This is not for burgers, this is more for fish. Make sure you get a little artichokes, a little bit of color. Try and keep that skin a little bit crispy, okay? Then one of the best things about these grilled lemons is they're super soft now. That sauce, look at that, look at that. Sauce just pours out of the top. I'm gonna to garnish one over here. I'm gonna garnish one over there. Whatever herb I'm cooking with, that's what I like to garnish with. So we cook with some fresh thyme and some fresh oregano for this dish. So we're just gonna kind of, right out of the potato, say, hey, this is the herb we cook with. I'm gonna take one spoon. And last but not least, all these, all these pan drippings, see all these pan drippings? That's all the white wine and the olive oil. Give it a shot. Going over top. There you go, you see that? See that? I like to call that liquid gold. That's olive oil and white wine, the juice from the artichokes, the juice from the lemon, the juice from the olives. That's tons of flavor right there. That's what you're looking for. All right? And there you have it, sheet pan snapper, artichokes, tomato, some olive oil crushed potatoes, and I think you're in pretty good shape. Amazing. Josh, Amanda, thank you. Thank you all for your support. Please stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Cappy. Thank you. Love you. Cook with K-Fonz. Whether you just listened for fun or you actually cooked along with us, we thank you. If you did cook this recipe, take a pic and tag it with hashtag CookTracks. Let us know how it came out because we want to see it. Keep up to date with us on Instagram at CookTracks or at CookTracks.com. CookTracks is cooked up by my friends, Cappy, Ian Cohen, and Charlie DiGiello. And sometimes they let me, Rachel Ray, help out too. With editing from Joel Yeaton. Music has been composed by Jeffrey David Colford. Please rate and review or subscribe to this podcast on your listening site of choice. Thank you for listening to Cook Tracks. We've got your back in the kitchen.